the ATB Fantasy Show. All right, well, let's get this party started. I miss you so much. Welcome to the ATB Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Bodacious Beer, Rich Maletto. You can find me on Twitter, at Bodacious Beer. And as always, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Daniel Nugget Martino. Daniel, how are you doing tonight? Oh, it's, a, it's a great night. Just got back from the dog park with the pup, and uh, I've been enjoying, uh, enjoying the day, ready for the episode. Awesome. Awesome. Well, where can people find you on you can Twitter? Find me on Twitter at Nuggy underscore Wuggy. Nice and easy. There we go. And sitting in for our wonderful co-host, Paul, is our good buddy. I believe you've heard him a couple of times now, Mr. Mike Crumb, CD I, I Piglet. Feel, Mike, how are you doing attacked. tonight? Who just said nice and easy? That name isn't nice and easy. Mine's nice and easy. <laughs> don't, don't steal. That's my bit. <laughs> oh, that, that is fair. I will say this because, you know, in all fairness, Nuggy could be spelled a couple of different ways. I do think it's natural to go G-G-I-E. Uh-huh. But it is pretty – I mean, Mike, if you want to drop your handle here, yours is the easiest one out there. Piglet. I can't lie. I miss you so much. See? Doesn't feel yeah. good, does it? When you get when you get stolen oh from. Oh my goodness! I I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Maybe I just want to be like you. Okay. Maybe that's hey, it. Hey. Have, you, have you not heard that uh, mimicking is like the best form of flattery? We, we are both on the fantasy show, and it- I'm across the Cowboys, and you have across the Rams. So we're kind of are uh, mimicking there. I know, right? We're we're one and the same. Well, to be all fair, I mean, that is a part of the whole ATB team and crew. I mean, that's the goal yep. of, of Chandler and Johnny, right? We want to get all the teams involved for the fan by the fan. So, and, and while, since you went ahead and dropped that nugget, why don't you, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about your uh, ATB Rams podcast, if you no, don't mind? No, no, no. Uh, I'd love to talk about it. We're doing some really good things over there right now. You can find us pretty much um, – Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube at Across the Rams. Very similar logo you have here on Fantasy, uh, the Fantasy uh, show we put it on right here. I mean, pretty much the exact same. We're looking for uniform throughout our whole, I want to say, company, like the whole gig we got going on. Network. The network. There we go. Right. Um, right. But I'm actually really excited. We actually uh, put out such a great episode this week that. We passed our max amount of views that we've received on any episode in the first 24 hours. The game's not even until Sunday, and we already have 69 views. I'm shooting for 100, so really, really hope we get there. So I, I gotta wonder, Mike. Do you think Nuggets going naked on the show or something to get the? the (laughs) I mean, if it works, it works, man. He's got video, so if it if it gets my maximum number of views i'll be butt naked on the show when we get on i mean we're a podcast we're not on video but i'll just lay in my bed butt naked while we're doing it i'll tell people <laughs> but see the thing is though is uh, you know me being the conspiracy nut i'm automatically going to assume you're lying like Ooh. who's to say you're not sitting in your lazy boy foley clothes oh. like without the video or the photo proof i'm going that's true i could just yeah, tell I don't you believe guys I'm, I'm naked right now and nobody would know one way or the other so that's that's right yeah no you just might you might just put like horrible images in our head but that's not <laughs> much about else right now if you put the photo up there you know exactly the kind of images that's not good they're not you good know ones. <laughs> you can't un 
Well, I'm just saying, you never know on the pose. You might be where you want to hit the unsee button. It may be like, eh, that's not so terrible. I mean, you know, for a naked dude. Yeah. Johnny will have it off the site so fast. So, my. <laughs> well, I can't. Well, that's fair. That, uh, that's probably not a good company uh, policy to be like, yeah, just throw up naked yeah, photos. We've, no we've seen hey, that whatever, be a problem. Whatever brings the people more, in. More uh, important people than us. So, yeah, we better watch it. Uh, all I know is this ain't a Zoom call, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Mike, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you got? What you well, uh, got going on? No over offense there at the to present company, but the greatest uh, host in the world, Paul, is keeping me alive over there. I um I he knows I want to get on to the off season. I hate this season so much. No Dak, everybody's hurt. The Rams are doing well, you know, so they're fun to podcast, and I'm just like. Why don't we ever get a one technique? I'm like screaming in the phone for five minutes. Get a one technique. And then everybody's laughing at me on Twitter. So I'm, I'm ready to get these next three weeks over with. I'm, I'm not looking forward to the Niners running for 300 yards on us. And, and But we, we push through because Paul keeps me going. So I appreciate him for that. So let me ask you, since you've already been calling out what you need, have oh, you yeah, been looking yeah, much yeah. at the college players? I mean, uh, relative to Cowboys. So like. Like I told him, he asked me a running back question. I'm like, I have no idea. I don't care about running back. I have two running backs. Okay, because well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you if you read my running I, back article because I was gonna get your thoughts. But then I was like, oh well, if it's cowboy related, you probably it, didn't look at the running uh, backs. Paul, Paul posted on a thing, so I have it set to read. But I'm still on. I'm doing linebackers now, so I'm getting to running backs. But like running back, quarterback, okay. that, quarterback's important, so you have to do it. But running back, quarterback, that I'm just like. I don't want to deal with it yet. Like, I want to do that last. I don't care about those people. They're not interested in my Cowboys draft. So I'll get to them, I promise. No, I was just curious. I Because I was trying to find – what I was asked to do was find some guys off the radar that I think might have a shot. And so I was just – I. there's a lot of people that are like, I'm getting back to this because I haven't done enough of my own digging yet. But, like, one of the things I found, I can't figure out for the life of me why Khalil Herbert – is not even sniffing draft boards. Like I watch him and I really don't understand how he's not at least talked about. I mean, for as much hype as we heard about mm-hmm. Keyshawn Vaughn last year before the draft, even um, Josh Kelly, um, you know, came acres fell a little bit further in the draft, but people really like that skill set. You know, some of these things and, and I get, I haven't, you know, I haven't studied some of these things like some of the other scouts have, but I do pride myself on finding running backs. I've always kind of had a knack for that. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've always dreamed about playing that position or something. But I, I was just kind of scouring videos, finding people that, you know, look good based on what people were already saying and see if there were some things out there were missing. And I never found anybody talking about Khalil Herbert. And you go look at his production this year. He's been one of the most productive running backs in all of college football. And it's not like he plays in a trash conference. It's not like he's only playing a handful of games. And if you go look at the yards per carry, the yards per catch, you watch the film. I just, I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time or anything, but I feel like as much as you need running backs, I mean, you know, and then you think about James Robinson and Miles Gaskin weren't drafted at all. And look at how they're performing. You know, we aren't even talking about the likes of, you know, I don't think Willie Parker was drafted. I'd have to go back and look. Um, Arian Foster, you know, so 
I get. I'd like to get your input at some point, Mike, because I, I, I do I have trust a feeling. you. I'll look over your uh, so. your article tomorrow too. I'll, even though I'm not, I like to save it for when I'm on them. I'll go on it just in case I'm on for a fourth straight week. I'll have info for you. I know like two names. I know like Master uh, Ohio State, Master Teague or League, or and and Zahir White. I think are the oh, two yeah, guys yeah, that yeah, I've yeah, really yeah. looked at. But yep. that's literally it. Now, let me ask you. So I noticed because I, I went to my bread and butter. I went to yeah. Georgia running backs because they have a knack for producing them. And I looked at white and what I saw from white last year looked really exciting. What I saw from white this year didn't look anywhere near as exciting to me. At the same time, I couldn't figure out why he wasn't a bit higher on draft boards. Yeah. And it's, he it's, seems it's to a have 2020 a thing. Bit. See, you're, you're, I, you're, you're always mm-hmm. looking to progress, and that's what makes this year so hard. A bunch of guys that that you know you are looking forward to to seeing how they jump forward, you're not going to get to, and then you have to juxtapose that to people who you thought were going to make a jump who played and didn't, and then you have to decide, well, just playing in, in the weird climate that you're in, not knowing if you're going to play week to week and stuff like that, does it have an effect that, that drops you a lot or does it, uh, or is it worse to not be able to see any tape on you and you have to like guess how they, how they, you know, jump forward. So it's tough. You know, I'm really looking right. for like guys like Jalen Phillips, the edge from who was UCLA who moved to Miami. You know, he was a big uh, recruit came in and then this year he also has eight sacks. So he's productive. Paris Ford, is a safety. Um, I'm looking to, to at guys like that as people that I'm going to put high on my boards because not only did I think they were going to do well going in, but then they produced. And then after that, I kind of got to decide how I want to work in people you don't know, you know, because we people love the unknown. That's why the backup quarterbacks so love. So you have to be able to tell yourself, do you love this person? Because you're like, Hey, you was so great in 2019 and you're guesstimating what he's going to be after a year off. Or can you take yourself back and go, okay, I need to to really take a big picture on this. And what do I think is going to happen? Well, and I also, we also don't have, at least I don't have info on 40 times. I'd like to at least have some of that info because I, everything's relative. So yeah, it looks like he's blown by a guy. I don't know how fast he really is or how fast the other guy is. You know, there's, there's a lot, everybody's fast in the NFL. That's just fact. So, you know, like I was telling my dad, I get excited about these running backs that I watch that don't waste motion that make a cut and go because the guys that dance. Yeah. They're dynamic. Yeah. They put up and produce, Yeah, but you can't do that at the NFL. I'm of the opinion the reason Jonathan Taylor wasn't getting touches wasn't because he wasn't good or he didn't get it. Well, let me rephrase that. He didn't get this, the offense or the system. He didn't get that he needs to take what the NFL defenses give him and quit trying to break everything. I distinctly remember watching a game a few weeks ago, right before he got COVID, where if he had just taken the – followed the blocks and got – he was only going to get three, maybe four yards. Tough three, four yards, okay? Instead, he decided to bounce it. Had he got straight the three or four yards, it was an automatic first down, okay? Instead, he chose to bounce it. Well, he had enough speed to get to the corner enough 
that he extended the ball and just barely got the first down. He starts heading back to the locker room, or I mean the huddle, and you can see they're calling for him, and he's kind of surprised he's being taken out. And I told my wife, I said, right there, had he taken the three to four yards and went straight up field, they would have left him in. He is not taking what the defense is getting. He's pressing. And I said, he's lucky that one defender kind of made a miss move or he was going to take a tackle and they weren't going to get the first down. And that's a problem. They've got to be able to keep getting those three, four yards going forward. That's why they wanted him. He's a big back that can do that. Naheem Hines is not nearly that tough, and he's willing. You could see it with Wilkins and Hines. They were doing it. That's why those guys were getting play, you know? So I just – I get worried about all these guys that everyone gets enamored with their athletics because I don't think – athletics isn't coachable. I get it. But at the same time, I just don't think – just don't think everything translates well. I guess I want yeah, smart I, players. I don't out want to get it too, too off track, sense? but you're just people think it's just that Saquon Barkley has he's third year in the league, he's one of the most talented backs ever, has no idea how to run as far as his brain. He's just super athletic, but he he misses the hole almost every time. When he hits the hole, he goes for 80 yards. But he he he'll get you seven negative yard runs on plays that he should have got two yards because he doesn't take what the defense gives him. He wants to bury Sanders at every time. And I, and I tell, I told people before this year, the reason I always prop Ezekiel Elliott up is because Ezekiel Elliott will get you yards, but he never gives you negative runs. He's always two yards, three yards because he'll plow ahead. Now this year, obviously with the O-line and his quarterback and everything, he, he doesn't look like the same guy, but brain wise, if Saquon Barkley's brain ever catches up with his ability, forget it. Like it's over with. <laughs> well, I'm glad you say that, Mike, because I'm in a kind of a tough spot. So though that question that you're coming up that you referenced, add Barkley to that. And that's he a bark- keeper league that I gotta figure out who I'm keeping. And obviously, well, I'm going I mean the, the tentative plan was so you keep eight in that league. And mm-hmm. I'm actually debating if I toss back Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And you guys are gonna laugh. It's only six teams, Mike. I traded Herbert and Ridley for James Robinson and Dak, okay? I already have Mahomes. I, I had Mahomes and Dak last year. Dak. And in all fairness, do you know who I played oh, yeah, mostly too. last year, Mike? Dak. So my thought is, if, my thought is I could probably get Mahomes. It, it, if Mahomes gets drafted yeah. into two or three picks ahead of me, I'll get Dak. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm half tempted to keep these running backs because I'll mention some of them here. Chubb, Robinson, Akers, Zeke, Barkley. In my mind, there's no reason to not keep three or four of them. Well, since we're talking about it, do you want to just so, go into that question and jump right into it? Well, I tell you what, before we do that, no, well, what you drinking? This is an ode to my long lost friend, Paul. I am drinking a truly tonight in honor of him. I, I miss him on the pod. We, we miss you, Paul. I would say I, we miss you, Paul. I, I'm I'm feeling like um, uh, I need more Definitely Paul in my need life. More Paul man, in my life is what I'm saying. I'm going through Paul withdrawal. <laughs> That's what it is. I get I, I get three shows of Paul, so so I I have an adequate so, amount nice. of Paul. I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm good with my amount of Paul. I'm I'm, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. Well, so so do you do you no. go through Doug withdrawal ever, Mike? <laughs> You hesitated. You hesitated. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even play nice for fun. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> kind of like, you know, that hurt. I was just hurt. I, hey, no, I, I go through withdrawal, man. I'm not going to lie. Sitting over here like, man, the, ah. other, the, the co-host of the Cowboys podcast is on here. You now, know, to be he's kind of like Paul's, you know, symbiote. <laughs> okay, but let good me ask point. you, is it a bigger deal to have That's Batman with point. you or Robin? Yep, you got to go with Batman. Damn. That's I'm just that, saying that, that, that's kind of I mean, hurtful. You know, I, I you know what when we're it, gonna when talk it shit comes, on him now. Hey, when it okay? comes to fantasy, I had to hurt a little bit. Paul's Batman. I'm Robin. Let's let's be real about it. So I'm um, I'm totally okay with it. That was a factual statement. <laughs> now, okay, if it's the, dealing with the Cowboys, though, I don't, are I you Batman? He's Robin, or is it more a Hans and Franz thing? I I have no life. I literally leak like just cowboys absorb into my veins so yep disney if i'm not seriously when i go at, and mickey check Mouse. the record books when i go to disneyland dallas loses every time every time <laughs> no i can't well come on now i can't do we'll that going to one disneyland, game cowboys dude. gotta learn <laughs> all right <laughs> I hear you. I, I hear um, you. shouldn't I be, you. but because I'm so on the show, Mike, I did it again. Vodka lemonade. It's very yummy. Here. Well, don't 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 be breaking any rules I know, right? because of us, Mike. I I have no problem. I have no problem with milk, it, coffee, water, uh, lemonade. The, the funny thing about it is the two people who know me the spikes. best and have been around me the most while I've went through my transition to a huge alcoholic to you know being better now are my little brother who got me to drink something on the show last week and my best friend and she was like oh yeah if you want something for the show here i have i have uh this vodka uh lemonade vodka and you have your uh stuff you could just shake it up cold and, and make it and i'm like you two are not helping what happened this is my best friend of my brother what what is going on and they're like you'll be all right we know you're not you know uh gonna go back into it and then I was like, am I a pretty girl? <laughs> I'm just saying, Mike, I, I've got plenty of buddies that have been down that road. So please, on uh, there will be no booing. Next, It will be cheering. Week, I won't do it. So you do what's up. good if for I, you, bro. I happen to That's be all on I'm again saying. next week, it will be water. I, I can't do three straight weeks. It's too much. Well, and see, this is why I had a little bit of a debate with one of the, the pro analysts on Twitter about James Robinson. He has James Robinson out of the first round next year. And I said, I can't see it. He goes, they have no draft capital. It's a shitty offense. And he's counting on volume. OK, how many volume backs yep. are there in the NFL? There's only a yep. handful. OK, they chose to get rid of Fournette and had to pay him some anyway. Right. They had all sorts of injuries in the backfield, and they used him. Now, what I like when I see him, do you know who he reminds me of? James? What? Maurice, oh, jo- Maurice oh. Jones-Drew. Uh-huh. When you watch him run, and, and he does this so well, it was earlier this year, he was damn near on the ground, and he found a way to get leverage, keep his knee off the grass, extend forward another two yards, and got the one time got in the end zone, the other time got a first down. And I told Jen, I said, you can't, that, that is, 
he may have been taught that or learned that or whatever, but that's not something that you're going to instill in somebody. They have to do that. They have to have the ability to do it. And if you Maybe. watch him, he doesn't take negative yards either, Mike. He, he does exactly what you're talking about. And he doesn't. And if you notice, he doesn't take real direct hits. And it's, he's got a great low center of gravity. They have a shit offensive line. And he's still the top nugget. What is he in fantasy this year? Top five? Top I want to say he's I want to say seven, but let me out of, out of running, running backs, backs. Yeah, let me just check real fast. I'm just going off of off nope, of my site. Um That's cool. I mean, I'm completely wrong. He's but I, he's I, number four. Yeah, I was gonna say he's higher than people think. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, how do you say no to a rookie that last year performed? But let me ask you guys this whenever, because every year there's always a rookie running back or two that pops mm-hmm. right earlier than you think. I think not having the off season this year was a little slower developing. That's a different topic. But anyway, when are those running backs, not always. the hot commodity the next year to, to uh, Ross? Always. always. So I failed, I failed to see how one, they're not going to get worse at the quarterback play. Cause it's not like they're going to get rid of Minshew. They're going to draft somebody and it's probably better. So I failed to see them getting worse at quarterback. The old line has been largely injured, and I'm sure they're going to make improvements there. The defense is a bunch of holes to fix, which only if the defense is shitty only helps Robinson. I get the thing, well, it takes away the game script. Okay, but they threw to him too. I could be wrong here, but I bet he's caught yeah, as many Zeke balls as not, Zeke has this year. This is not the year for Zeke. Zeke yeah. is not in the James Robinson club right now. Maybe when he gets an O-line back, but next year, I'd be looking James Robinson over Zeke. Right. Well, okay, then. I before right? I, I wanted to ask Mike this for a while. But before, like, I don't want to – just remind me to ask you about a Zeke trade. Keep on going. I don't want to interrupt ask what you guys it. are saying. Ask no, it. go ahead. Ask it now. No, go okay. ahead. Let's ask it now. So I feel like I, I was going for this year, and I feel like I sold a little low on Zeke, but I just – I did not like what I saw this year from him. Um, a super flat Mike. This is in our 32 team league. I don't know if you saw the trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sold Zeke. Um, I Kirk Cousins, Zeke, Robert Woods, and a third and a or a fourth and a fifth round draft pick for Austin Eckler and Chris Carson in a team where I'm pushing for the championship. I hate losing uh Robert Woods. How bad to get to get. Uh, those two running backs over Zeke is enormous. Zeke's basically unplayable. And let's just say, I mean, let's be honest about it. it, Oh, exactly. And I would not have started. I mean, it would have been tough to start Robert Woods over AJ Brown and, or Cooper cup. It's like, it was a flip between Robert Woods and Cooper cup. So I only start one wide receiver in that league. Cause I have, I'll I'll put it this way. We have a question coming up where Bo needs us to pick two guys. I didn't even put notes on Zeke because he's not even a question in it. He's not even an available play. Mm-hmm. If if somehow we score, he gets two rushing touchdowns. Like that's all he is. Can and and they their offensive line gets no push at the goal line. So it's like the chances of him getting a couple touchdowns to make him relevant are are so low. And and you just you can't play him. So if you could trade, well, I, you could trade him for Chris Carson straight up, and it'd be a win right now. So, yeah, I, I yeah, right. But I mean, you don't know what it's going to be like this, next year. You would hope that O line gets gets healthier. 
But, you know, Mike, you bring up an interesting point, though, when you're talking about Zeke right there. And I just now realize this. You know, in addition to this shitty old line, Zeke has probably seen the most loaded uh, boxes he's seen in two to three years. The funny thing is, you'd be shocked, but Zeke's one of the lower uh, people in the league in loaded boxes. They, They... the the teams, it's it, believe. Just trust me on this. He he doesn't see a lot of loaded boxes, but he um he right now you. Zeke is only as good as his O line. So you remember how we talked about Saquon Barkley getting negative runs and stuff. If the O line's good, Zeke will get you good yards, and he'll right. end up with thirteen hundred yards on a year and 10, 12 touchdowns. So next year when the O line's better. It's possible that he's still a, a per, very productive running back, but he's never going to out – like if the O-line's bad, he's not going to get anything. He, he's one of those guys that can't get his own hole and, and make his own play. Pollard can do that, but he can't take the beating of 20 carries. So they're like a perfect split backfield, and when the, when the, right. when the O-line's back, as far as having him on a real NFL team, that's great. But fantasy, he's going to drop a lot. I, I don't know if I'd have him in my top 10 uh, next year, even with a good, uh, good healthy O-line coming back. He'd be borderline top 10. No, do me a favor. Go get Southern All right, Comfort I'll try eggnog. It. It's not spiked with Southern Comfort, but you'll think. I'm in. It's, I, don't, I never liked eggnog until I had this brand. Well, I take that back. I liked good homemade eggnog that I had the once or twice in my life. But otherwise, I never cared for it. It's just every year I always needed a taste of it. This stuff I go through at least two or three quarts over the course of Christmas. I'll have Southern Covered Eggnog if it's available around me, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say you may have to look. They have a couple of varieties if it is, by the way. the I would just get the one that's in the black container. It's the standard one. Um, the other one I think is spice vanilla or something. And someone told me it's really good. Well, I've been hesitant vanilla, to try it because I'm like, you know. if I don't like it, then I'm going to be bummed. Okay. But if it sucks, yeah, you're going to no, be like, dude, you'll know, I'll be like, though. yeah, but that's not the good eggnog I've had. Which... That's true. That's true. Although you're not one of them. Like Paul gets a little uh, grossed if... out. I think with the eggnog, I think, I think I that's, I don't want it to his... be found again, but I have YouTube videos. His, when his I desires. Drink and, that, that nothing is going to bother me. I, so that, that won't be a problem. Don't worry. Oh, I make them. Hell yeah. It, have you ever had a Mexican hot chocolate, either of you? Okay. Okay. So, right, yes. right. So it, it's, it's basically a hot chocolate with a little bit of spice to it, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this, there's, a, there's this a chocolate. is in the that, ballpark. There's a chocolate sure. made with those but, spices in it, and you use that in the hot chocolate, and that's how you get it that's you make it that's how you make it right it's good Uh, maybe i should have you make it for me i've always wanted to try it and i never have so so anyway we were talking about the question so here's the deal i know this is stupid because it's a 16 league but i know we've talked about and we've always thought it sounded fun so i've limped into the playoffs Remember that team I told you about, Nug, and we were talking about how I was going to dominate the league yep. after I did the last two years? <laughs> I was in last place until the last two weeks. All right. So, made a couple of trades. Um, drafted Josh Hill this year. Like I said, I have Mahomes. I have Brady. And Jen, Jen lost Burroughs. She had Wentz, and so she was hurting a quarterback, and she hates Tyreek Hill. So I offered to do a trade with her and she wanted to do just Josh Allen for Tyreek Hill straight up. So I said, okay, sure. So 
I did that trade. Well, then Josh Allen started having some challenges, and I don't know if he got dinged up or what. And we do these supplemental picks, and I ended up picking up Herbert. And I'm hurting at running back. I've got Barkley. I've got Zeke. I got Chubb. Of course, I got Hunt backing up Chubb. But obviously, going into the year, my plan was to run more or less two of those three guys out there most weeks. I backed up Hunt with Chubb, backed up Pollard from Zeke, and then I drafted Akers, Dobbins, um, can't remember who else. You know, just wait and see if any of those guys pop because they should be good values next year. Well, obviously, I got into a hole. My receivers at the time were, well, like I said, Hill, Juju, Deontay, Michael Thomas, Godwin, and uh, Ridley. So I had receivers, and I tried to move Godwin, but I really wanted Robinson. So anyway, made the deal. Well, now the thing is, is Akers has kind of popped, and Robinson's got Baltimore coming up, and he's a little dinged up. So I'm thinking if I need two of these guys and a half-point PPR, Chubb, Robinson, Akers, Zeke, or Dobbins, I think it's got to be uh, Chubb, and Rob, two I have, Chubb and Robinson. That's the two I have, Chubb and Akers. What says uh, you, Mike? Chubb, since his bye week's gone, 18, 11, 26, 17, 24. Um, I like Robinson's been pretty solid too, but I think he has a worse matchup with Baltimore. Akers has been on fire. His first two uh, weeks, over 20 carries are the last two, and he went 16 and 21. He also has the best matchup versus the Jets. And I don't really like Dobbins because he kind of feels like fool's gold. He's got 13 points each of the last two weeks, but they both win with the touchdown. Yeah, so if you take away his touchdown, he gets you six points, seven points. Like. Mm -hmm. Touchdown. That, yeah, that didn't. I'm not risking that because Lamar and Mark Andrews could take your touchdowns, and then you're then you're stuck. So yeah, mine's mine was Acres and Chubb, uh, and Robinson would be fine, but but I don't like his matchup as well as Jets or Giants. So so that was my rationale. Well, how about you? So, as the residential Rams fan, I want to point out something about the Jets. That I did not know until we filmed our uh, episode the other night. You know, you see the Jets, you think terrible team, right? Do you know where they're ranked for the run, their run defense? I know early in the year they were ranked. They were ranked like in yeah, the top so they're, five. They're, one. they're actually they were they were actually very right good in the middle defense. of the pack. So it just cautions me a little bit. But I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm starting Acres as well, specifically because of what Mike was saying and how. He's had 20 touches in back-to-back games, and he freaking ran yeah. for 171 yards last week. Killed it. Absolutely killed it. Yeah. Imagine if he throws a touchdown. He had like 30 fantasy points without a touchdown. Yep. Imagine if he comes out and has a touchdown. So I know. Um, That's a huge and, day. And it was a huge day. So me, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with Mike and go Chubb and Akers. I, I, I mean – I worry about the Giants a little bit just because of what we've seen them do recently. And they've. They look good against Seattle. They laid, they laid an egg last week, but yeah. the two weeks before that, I was going, you know, that's not exactly, a team I want to play. But right I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with Mike and go Chubb and Akers. Just if you, if you were leaning Robinson over Akers, keep that statistic in mind about the. Um, the Jets' defense being better than they have. But, again, McVay has sure. shown he wants to run the ball. And 
they're going to put up points. The Rams are going to put up points against the um, the Jets. So just just keep I that in mind. I think if you look offensively too, uh, compared to the other two, Robinson's against Baltimore, and Baltimore can control the clock and keep their possessions down more than the Jets are going to do or the Giants are going to do, who are two of the bottom of the league offenses. And so the chances of getting ahead and being able to run are more likely for Cleveland and, and the Rams than it is for the Jags. They're not likely to be ahead. They're likely to be behind. And Baltimore knows how to run and milk the clock. So that's that's another reason maybe to, to you know, if you have Robinson, it's not a horrible play. But if Chubb and Akers are available instead, you, you play them. I, I, I agree with that. I, 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 I agree. I, I think there's more upside with uh, both of those. I really do. And really, it, a, a little difference of a play here or there. Chubb has a third touchdown. I don't think there's any doubt, agree. even though they're splitting carries, that they're looking for Chubb to get 100 mm-hmm. yards on the ground every week. I, I think I think that's part of their plan. You know, they're going to use Hunt to spell him so he's not overly worn, and they're going to use Hunt in creative ways. And, you know, like somebody said, 50% at the goal line, 50% Chubbs at the goal line. And I think that has more to do with series. It seemed to me at the end of that game that they were alternating series out there, which in my mind actually makes some sense because at that point they were trying to – that point they were running out the clock, and then they had to play from behind. And then it was – Try to keep, you know what I mean? The way that game went, it just made some sense how they were using them, I guess. God, oh that was, man, that was I a forgot. Total nut shot Cleveland, of yeah, that, that Don't was even a get fun me going game. On that. I lost, I lost on that fourth and five. I had my playoff game on in a 17 point swing on that fourth and five, and then and then to watch the Browns lose, it was just like. Uh, it was so frustrating. I can't believe oh, how the uh, spread God, was a three imagine. and a half, too. I mean, somebody just had to, like, want to choke themselves at that point. Oh, man. So, all right. So, here's here's one for you, Mike. This is for the dress league. No, I didn't. I made it to. No, you were right. You said I was having some bad luck, but I should be fine. I ended up limping into the go. playoffs in the sixth seed, <laughs> which is what I did last year. Um, so, anyway, won my matchup, whatever. Here's what I'm looking at the flex. Half point, 12 team. Melvin Gordon, Fournette, assuming Rojo's out. Lynn Bowden. Right, so I hate Bowden because he basically gets everything job. receiving. So a .5 PPR drops his stuff. And, and if you go through his stuff, it's it's exclusively almost, especially the last like two, three weeks, receiving. Well... Here's the thing. I'm kind of expect. I'm basically looking at playing him as a receiver, more or less. If you look what's happened the last two weeks, Mike, part of, and large part of that is because notice Grant isn't doing anything. He's basically been the receiving target, and now you're looking at Parker being hurt, um, Grant being hurt, Gasecki's going to be out. Somebody's got to catch. I the think ball. he had ten. I uh, like. I won't be surprised if the this last clown week? has yeah. twelve targets. Um. I, man, just a point five. Right, he last week. Anything rushing? Yeah, I I would like it, but it's you're ba- yeah. It's basically you're saying, would you rather play him at receiver over the other two at running back? I think Gordon's Gordon's a good floor. Like I think if you play Gordon, you're expecting him to get 10, 12 points. Right. That, that's a basic. 
you're hoping. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. There's been plenty of games at five and six, but yes, you're right, Mike. I'm that's hoping he gets him. me to yeah. the twelve. Fournette, I'm not hoping for a twenty play. point like, game. That's I, I not. I don't know if Rojo's going to be out. And and he's basically what he is is he's your boom bust. If if you find out he's playing, he could have a huge game, or they may not use him at all. And, and man, that's risky. I mean, if you hit on it, you look like a genius. Well. Yeah, but if and see, I hadn't even thought about this until someone mentioned it yeah, on Twitter. That, that's the thing; you don't even know if he's gonna get. Why touches. wouldn't they take it's, a look it's at such a here. risk play? And I, I'm not looking for that kind of boom bust. I mean, you know, I'd rather know that that like uh, Gordon will get me around ten, then or or Bowden even and a half point PPR, than than risk if if he can't if he doesn't even do anything. You know what I mean? And if he booms on you, you you're like, damn it, but it. You know, right. So, what's your opinion on DeAndre yeah, Washington? Because I, 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 I think he's, he's all of going to get you thirteen had another to sixteen one with carries. Him, uh, or Nugget did. One of you guys did. And I looked over his numbers. It it didn't look like yeah. a, a playable guy for me compared to who you had. I would I would probably either go Bowden or Gordon. I marked Gordon because of the half point point PPR. I said I'm just going to get Gordon and go. Hey, I'm going to get 10, 12 points. I'm pretty stamped in on that, that, that I'm going to get around that. So I didn't love any of them, but, but Gordon felt like the safe play. It's rough, man. Well, here's the deal, Mike, you know who I expected to use Mm. in this position? Yep. Mixon. That's this, this is why I'm in this predicament because I drafted these guys and then grabbed Robinson late. So my plan is I, in this setup, I like to run three running yeah. backs in an ideal situation. I want three heavy use running backs, right? I had that at least tentatively. That was the plan. I mean, even a down game from Mixon, I'm taking at the flex for the upside play. You know, I know I'm going to get 15 touches out of the guy. So, I totally agree. And so I've been scrambling. I mean, I've, I threw Snell in there a couple of weeks ago. Um, this past week it was yeah, Gordon. He, he has, it just, I get I so nervous using Gordon. Maybe it's because he's burned me a couple of times this year. That Here's what's crazy. interesting. Atlanta's given up the sixth fewest fantasy points. Man, they to running must have been back awful versus the pass. How are they against? <laughs> how are they? How are they against yeah, pass catching running backs? Because if it's well, so like that's what I wonder, they're doing they've shut down completely just stone hand running backs, but they just give up a lot to pass and that brings them to six. But I mean, I just I remember I just remember them being just giving up tons of passes to running backs. I could be mistaken though. No, you're probably right about that. That's one thing you got to worry about because, like, if you go on sleeper, someone will be mm-hmm. green. You go on Yahoo and they're red. And I often wonder if they're only looking at rush yards or if they're looking at running backs. Man, and the funny thing is, is I'm basically playing against the majority of what my lineup is in that other league. So to give you an idea that we're on the underdog here, guys, I'm playing against Mahomes, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Alvin Kamara, Cam Akers, Gasek if he goes, Hopkins. Christ. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Minnesota's defense and, and uh, hmm. Mr. Gay, the kicker. That's what I said. I mean, I 
I don't I don't really have much of a shot. I'm looking at Roland. I'm thinking Brady Our over Dolphins Herbert. Dolphins got two versus <laughs> Belichick too. It's close for me, but I'm thinking Brady over Herbert. Oh man, that that's rough. Yeah. Something like twenty-two and five. He just he just yeah, like Belichick mowed kills, down uh, Justin Herbert a couple weeks ago too. That's that's rough, man. I don't envy you on that one. Yeah. Good. I say my answer to that is good luck. Man, and what else you got? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I could do some. I could do some. Who's Houston playing? Yep. No, that's a shit matchup too. No. Who? Who? You have Duke Johnson? Nope. 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 No, I was thinking. Um, it's a gamble, but I was thinking Chad Hansen. Play for net. Over Chad Hansen. Yeah, I was just thinking of, you know, if it's a receiver, it if Houston if, was playing somebody soft, you know what I mean? I was like, you know, because if you go look, first of all, I didn't realize how well he ranked in the height and agility if, percentiles. Hanson. If it wasn't point five PPR. The whole reason I he's still there is because Hansen. Watson likes it. I, 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 I like honestly it was would. more or less he's, his he's request. He's done well the last uh, – so I think there's a question about him later on. Right. I think Nuggie's got – Nuggie, you got Hanson or is that Bo? Bo, yeah, yeah, you got. Yep, yep. No, that's Bo. I've I've been kind of on the Hanson love train. I can't lie, Mike. I like big receivers. Hey, we're gonna get into it. I'm so adamant you can't you, teach sir. size and speed. I like big dudes. They they catch touchdowns. Well, I mean, I need to I, find a way I'm to saying, get Let's jump roster. into it right now. I want to hear what you guys have to say because I'm not going to lie. Let's go. I need to listen to you guys. You got to break down which one it is because uh, what is it? You have uh, Johnson, Thomas, Juju, Godwin Hill. Uh, All right. Bring, bring it to me. What is it? No, we'll skip that one. Um, So that's right. It was this one. I said that I needed one flex play. CEH, Jeff Wilson, Ball age, Chad Hansen or Pittman? Yeah, I know. Okay. I know it is. I, I just like to call. I, know. I know. I just I like to call like him Ball see, age. Uh, I don't like the Clyde Edwards Hilaire matchup. Other Belage. than this last week where they played a brand new quarterback and a new offense that they had no idea what they were ready for. The Saints just don't allow rushing to anybody, um, and I I'm not going to book that uh, that that they're going to get crushed by him. Um. Pittman has not put up any numbers. I would not worry about him or, or Balage. I had it uh, uh, Jeff Wilson, right? If he is uh, starting, he's playing against Dallas. So that's an instant, yep. instant, instant, instant play. He is the guy. If Mostert's out, you play him for sure. You may even play Start him for if you. Mostert starts. That's how bad Dallas's run defense is. Um, but if, if Mostert's playing, I might go Hanson. Those are the two options for me personally. If you look at Pittman's numbers, I have them in here somewhere. He, he hasn't really done anything. I think he has one week where he's a double digit. Yeah. The last two, he and, had and targets Balazs for like two to three weeks. A lot, and it's kind and of I don't like off see, and he's uh, just been Hilarious matchup. So since then. Wilson, if he starts is an easy decision, that's definitely the play. Um, and then if not, it'd be between him or Hanson. You might still play Wilson because with a turf toe, I don't know how much they're going to run Mostert. So 
so for me, I, I know the Cowboys well enough to know this is going to be a 200-yard rushing day for the 49ers. So I would play Wilson, and then Hanson would be my my. If you just don't want to play a backup, Hanson's going to get you volume because he's basically all Watson has to throw to right now. Right, right. Yes. I don't disagree. Absolutely. So let me ask you this since we're on Hanson. Would you drop yep. to DeAndre Washington to, to pick up Hanson right your next now? one. Hurst for Arnold. Yep. I got them both right there. Do, do them and drop them. Now, I would I would personally go with oh, Nuggets so over me. I think Nuggets a fantasy football like killer on here. But I, I, I'm assuming he's not going to disagree with that. Just just the numbers that I looked up in the matchups, it seems like an easy call. What do, what do you think, Nug? Um, are we referring to the DeAndre Which Washington and Jayson or the Hayden Hurst and Dan Arnold? Um, let's go with the Hayden Hurst and Dan Arnold. And I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you and say Dan Arnold for sure. Um, Hayden Hurst has been, been disappointing. He's actually, he's part of a question Trish. I have, um, because I, I struggled with, uh, tight ends in this league. Whatever and, the question um, is, it's not, the answer is not, I, I need some Hayden help, Hurst. but, um, zero, 8.8, 1.9 and 1.7. The last four weeks, well, I own Tyler... two teams. So believe me. Ugh. So are we saying Jimmy Graham oh God, or Tyler over him then? Yeah, I I don't know where it's at. It disappeared, but we're not getting uh, to that yet. But I would play Dan Arnold over. I would drop. I agree. Hurst for Dan Arnold. Yes. He's just been disappointing for the And Dan Arnold's had good weeks. Like, once he doesn't get touchdowns, he gets seven, eight points, which is basically a tight end if you don't have Kelsey or one of those crazies. Mm-hmm. It, that's what I noticed, too, was he's he's actually getting enough yards. And Well, it's just yeah. like Dalton Schultz when I was asking about playing Schultz. There's nothing that jumps out. It's like, oh, yeah, but he's getting you four to five points every week, which seems like, well, that's not much. But go look at the fucking tight ends every week. Either you get lucky and catch a tight a tight end with a touchdown or two. I mean, yep. a month ago, people were like, drop Gusecki. You, you want to know two weeks ago, Jimmy people were like, he's the only tight end you can start. You know what I mean? Like, it's got just. A touchdown last week. Got, got him up so, there to like 12 points. So you, so you have to consider is he yeah, going to be that's, that's, a red zone target you can count on? Right. That's, that's the tight end position minus like four yep. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Komet's there. One yeah. Komet. Now. He's taken over. Has gotten like seven targets each the last two weeks. Yeah. Right. So I'm just. So what? let me ask you, what, what is your opinion this week on DeAndre Washington? It, I mean, it's a kind of a soft defense, Nug, that he's facing with New England. Is he worth a hold to see if Ahmed comes back or not? Is it like if Ahmed's, even if Ahmed's back, not back, is he even worth holding on to? Like, I really like to make a move here, and I feel like he's the weakest link, and I just wonder if I need to wait until we get more is clarity this on Keeper or is this Dynasty or anything like that? Half – nope. Re, redraft, half point. Nope. Dude, Dra- redraft, half point PPR. I'd drop him. I just – from what I've seen from him, he just – he doesn't cut it for me. I, I'm all about listening to what you guys say and – going and figure picking up leagues but he's on the waiver wire in my league and i haven't even touched him um 
I just I, I don't feel confident in him. And yes, he's going up against the weak Patriots, but are you going to start him this week? Well, it would be you know between him, Bowden, and Fournette. If you're if you're not going to start him this week against Chad the weak Hansen. matchup, and you haven't you're not, you didn't even consider it in the question up there, then exactly you're right. So I did. It was I a secondary ad gut. on that question. Well, because I think I think in all fairness. To Mike's point earlier, Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon or DeAndre Washington, right? I mean, in all fairness, we don't know about Fournette, so let's just take him out of the equation. If we hear that he's a starter and we know he's going to get 20 touches, it's different. But let's just pretend that's not the case, right? Bowden, it's been eight points and 12 points the last two weeks. Yeah, there's more targets going that way. And you've got Gordon and Washington that are basically 1As in their backfield. I mean, maybe Washington's more of a 1A and Gordon's more of a little split, but he's getting similar touches. I mean, Denver must like to run it more. Maybe play Hanson even over Washington. I I just don't, I don't like the, because I mean, I don't like the matchup against new England. You know, I don't know how many first downs they're going to, to how many drives they're going to sustain playing a rookie quarterback versus bill Belichick. We've seen what he did to Herbert. It's just tough. You know, we did with Herbert. It's a, that's a really good question. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna play Washington, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I that's not a a play I would make. That is a could really be good wrong point. in the end. You know, anything can happen. It's fantasy. You don't know who's gonna get in that end zone. But interesting so on, on Yahoo, he's been picked up this week so far twenty eight thousand times, been dropped sixteen thousand times. Right. Fantasy pros has DeAndre Washington this week as running back 30. But I also want you guys to consider this. The NFL does care about draft capital. Yeah, undrafted. And when was James Robinson drafted? Exactly. You don't think with all their draft picks, they're not going to be considering going to get a top running back? Cheap. And I I don't – Yeah, cheap labor. um, It's possible, but why would – why – why buy something you don't need? Because but what about because he's cheaper as it is right now anyway. And Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I, I just I don't think that James Robinson has a lot of value, and I think Calvin really does. So I would. That's why part of my reason for Calvin Ridley, and we saw in the beginning of the year what Calvin Ridley can be, and he still had a solid year after having a little bit of a slump. So that's how I feel about it. My concern. My concern uh, with Ridley, though, Mike guys. touched on yeah. it. He hasn't had that a healthy true. season I, yet. I'd be happy with both, but I, I would go Robinson ahead. <laughs> I just think running back, cheap labor, uh, he's done well. No, no. You know, you have, you're going to have him under contract because he has to have four years. Uh, you'll have three with un, un, uh, restricted free agency where he's going to be cheap. And, and here's the other thing. They don't have a lot of draft capital to spend, Nug. They're they're oh. little draft capital poor going forward. So are they really? I don't. I I think they found their Maurice Jones Drew. Yeah, I think they found their Maurice Jones Drew. I really do. And in my opinion, he's underrated for his actual skill set. If that Joker played behind a better line or a system that was adequate, I mean. They, they don't throw. They, they don't have a skill enough to throw. 
Um, I just, I, I really think because he plays for such a shitty Jags team, people don't realize how good he is. Arian Foster was everybody's creme de creme for a few years. Remember that? I mean, he was undrafted. And he went from, God, I got laughed at taking him in the third round to he was a first-round pick for, like, the next yeah. three years. I am going to call a little bit of a BS on you, uh, Mr. So, Rich. They have I just, five picks in the first my, three rounds next year. Oh, do they? Exactly. That's not draft capital poor. So that guy was arguing with me. He must have sent me a shot no, of something they, else because he tried to tell me they didn't have any draft overall, Then they have the Rams uh, first rounder. Then they have. He's a Rams fan. That's why. Yeah, I'm he like, knew, he what knew the their hell? Pick. I, thing you called like, what did they do with the Rams pick? Yeah, exactly. Ramsey, Ramsey. Yeah. Exactly. He knew. He knew. He knew they had the Rams pick. Yeah. So there's no reason. There's no reason they can't add a quarterback, add one to two well, linemen if they wanted, and fix picks that defense in the first sixty-six within the picks. first three rounds. That's exactly. So Ooh, I, the first two it's rounds. like them and the Dolphins, man. I, as a someone I consider myself to be a decently smart human being, I am a little upset at the Dolphins. I do not know why they are trying so hard this year, like to win. Do they have to win pick and the Houston <clears throat> Texans yeah, pick first round? They have some. They have very similar uh, draft capital to the. Um, the Jags and I just I think they should have just one Jags. more year of just sucking a little bit to put yourself in a great chance to build so your team isn't a joke anymore. But see, the problem with that is one, yes, in the NFL you've still got to sell TV eyes, souvenirs. Okay, two, you've got to build a culture and keep the team buying into it. Three, as a coach, you've got to want to improve and do good. You don't want to ever, you know, that stuff can always count against you later. Four, I don't really think they expected to start as hot as they did. I don't think they expected Fitzmagic to play as well as he did to start with. And I don't think they expected the morale to jump and them to start doing well they did. I honestly think them switching to Tua yeah. was their way of slowing down that And that's, that's what I thought. Then they wouldn't fucking beat the Rams. Sorry for my language, but. Uh, no, but I mean, nope. but they, they also did not look that great. Do last what I week try to them. do to Paul and get you guys talking about the offseason. So, you know, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> oh. Well, we're, I mean, we're, you know, in all fairness, Mike, you know, that's why I kind of was looking to change it up a little bit. And, and we've really, we've had a great discussion. We didn't cover all the stuff that we've got written down here yet. And, um, you know, you guys had some great questions in here, too. But in all seriousness, and Nug can probably speak to this better than me, in Dynasty, this is what you should be looking at right now. If you're out of the playoffs in Dynasty, you should still be watching what's going on. You know, I grabbed Chad Hansen in a couple Dynasty leagues. I saw Ty Johnson just got grabbed. Tyler. Um, The receiver, not Ty Johnson. The Johnson and the Tyler Johnson. Thank you. Um, anyway, th- this is the time because you're still able to watch football and these players are getting added and dropped. Yep. And half the teams aren't paying attention. So, and, and to what your point is earlier and, and Nugget, 
looking at the offseason here, you know, that's a very valid point. Yeah. I, I disagree a little bit. I don't think the Jags necessarily spend it draft capital on a running back. They absolutely could. They could afford it to Nuggets point. You know, I think they have enough holes elsewhere. But to his point, it pays to know what these teams are going to be looking at. For example, you know, a couple of the Jags receivers I know are up on contract. So receivers probably going to be mine. Mike, you know who's up on contract with the Cowboys. Nug, you know who's up on contract with the Rams. So you know, Nug, where they're looking to replace. If they're looking at a tight end this year, another receiver, some pieces on defense. If you know some of those things or you think you know or you have some insight, use it to your advantage. I mean, Nug, let me ask you. What are a couple holes you foresee the Rams trying to fill next year, whether it be based um, on what you I see or contracts that you know or anything like the that? Offensive line because you know the offensive line has been doing well this year, but I think they've performed above expectations. Um, honestly, I, I would I would love for them to bolster the defense even more. I just I'm a I say it probably ten times a week. Defense wins championships, and I fully believe that. Maybe that's because I was a uh, defensive back when I played, but I just, I, I, I love a strong right. defense, and it's not great I'm for fantasy it, purposes. It keeps you in every single game. It keeps you in every game. And I, you know, as uh, for the I'm for all thirty one other teams, I want them to be as high scoring games as possible and blowouts and crazy games. But um, I just. I want the Rams to have a solid defense. I would love them to pick some more defense players up. But I'm not going to lie. I do not follow draft capital. They need a speed like rusher. All. If you can get um, a, a speed rusher it. to put with your your big power uh, pass rush, if you can get a guy that's just hike and bend a Gumby around the edge, forget it. The defense is just going to be – it's going to be hard to beat. I think yeah, uh, exactly. maybe since I got y'all so off track with off-season uh, stuff like I like to do, what if we just skip my stuff and go right to Nug's? Mine's not that – mine's a lot easier. And then Nug's stuff, I think, is 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 more of an interesting conversation than my this guy or that guy, you know. We can do person. that. I, I'm Yeah. I got one more question for Nug, though, because I wanted you guys – not to be mean, Mike, but specifically Nug's thoughts on this. Nug, are you going out and getting Duvernay with the news of Hollywood Brown? I actually no, Brown is what I like because they Boykins. were only a close contact and they have not tested positive. I don't that that just they. Oh, oh, so they no, made they they, a chance. To oh no, they stopped. They, they stopped the miss five days. Continue to test negative, so I wouldn't go drop somebody. Uh, no, I it's. it's well, thank the, you the for reason that. it was for me is because I thank was making you a that. push this year in a league, and I had three first-round draft picks, and no, I needed like one more like decent player on my team, and nobody would make a trade. So I, whether it's foolishly or not, I traded a first-round 2021 pick for Hollywood Brown. I just needed somebody. It ended up helping me get first place um, in the league. It's yeah, it's but it ended up being. A, I don't know if that's a, a bad move. It's probably going to be. I, 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 um, I don't. This is kind of crazy. So it's either going to be the one hundred and one or the one hundred and six, <laughs> because the we call it the shit bowl. The winner of the shit bowl gets the one hundred and one. So if it's mm, the one hundred and one, I'm going to be yeah, pissed. One, right, right. But right, right. if it's the one hundred and six, I'm not going to care. 
So. Well, even if it's the 101, to be fair, Nug, we could be talking a year from now and talking about Hollywood Brown being a top five receiver for the year. I'm not saying that'll happen, and you but know I'm what? saying that's, that's, we're, we're that's in seeing, the umbrella. Of these last two years seen rookie wide receivers and second year wide receivers break out. But, you know, if we go look at the history, it's usually third year wide receivers. Sure. Right. Yep. Usually year three. Yep, it's year three. And the other thing you find, if they have exactly. a decent rookie year, don't be surprised if they have a bit of a sophomore slump. Okay, so, so this one right, Doug, is well, let's jump I mean, into this yours, one's a little tough, just because specifically the matchups and the past couple games. So um, this league has 250 yards passing, um, a three-point bonus, six-point passing touchdown, six-point rushing touchdown. It's a high-scoring league, not, not unheard of to score 200 points. 200 plus points. So Deshaun Watson versus the Colts, Matt Ryan versus the Bucks, Hertz versus Arizona, or Daniel Jones versus Cleveland. I I I'm am as well. It's not even a fucking And then it comes down to okay, years. Matt Ryan has been hurting me. Um, but I'm also starting Calvin Ridley. So Daniel Jones, Matt Ryan, or Agree Watson. on Watson. It's it's hard to it's hard to not start Watson. Yeah. I'm on Watson. It's it's not even close for me. Here's my thing. Here here's my thing. First of all, uh-huh. Ryan could have a shit day and Ridley Ridley could still do okay. All right. It's highly unlikely Ryan has a good day and yes. Ridley doesn't. You following me? So you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of stugs of, of stacks and head-to-head leagues. It, for DFS, it's different, but I'm just not a huge fan because I feel like you can – that's one week you die on the sword, and the whole point of head-to-head is to try to advance each week. So if I can avoid putting all my eggs in one basket on a bad matchup, I would really like to do that. If it was – in all fairness, Matt Ryan and Ridley versus Cleveland. Cleveland's secondary is soft. Or Dallas, to Mike's point. It'd be different. I get it's a division game. The Bucks' pass defense has been a bit of yeah, a nightmare for folks. Did, who did the Bucks play this past week? But that was an Mike, ugly game all yeah, the way around. Oh goodness, who did they I don't play? think there was a whole lot of offensive play. Oh, the Minnesota. Anybody. They played in Minnesota. Yeah, that's what it was. Should have been a good matchup for the Buccaneers players. It wasn't. And I don't know how many players you guys started for the Vikings, but Cook got enough. But everything else was pretty lackluster. Irv Smith got a touchdown, and I think Thielen got a Mm -hmm. touchdown. And that was it. So, for me, Hertz runs around enough for his upside against an Arizona defense that is okay. But people were picking up Arizona's defense because the Eagles had been one of the top two teams in turnovers. That was with Wentz. They simplified stuff last week with Hurts. I would say at least we got three to five weeks of Hurts before teams get him on camera and we really see them messing with him. So I'm taking that. Watson, it's a division game. They're going to play their hearts out still. Watson, a down bad game for Watson is still probably a 14 or 15 point game for you. Yeah, it did. And Daniel Jones, 
in a league I was in this past week got me points. If he can't run, Daniel Jones isn't playable. I get it's and a soft that Cleveland injury, secondary. He can't run. So but he, he, in all fairness, it's not like Lamar. He's less playable than Ryan. And that's saying something because Matt Ryan, we documented his trash burger. He can't run. He's 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 useless. Well, yeah, and he's been on a downward trend again. And now we're talking about a good defense against the team yeah, that really for, needs to get their me, shit together. It's to a, be honest, it's a. It's I mean, not really. A, the Bucks need to start turning it on here. Bruce Arians isn't an idiot. Three of the plays, Daniel Jones and Ryan are unplayable, and Cousins last time he faced the Bears got 17 points. So. I don't like him against the Bears. I don't like that matchup. So Watson, Watson, Hurts were the two for me. Yeah, me too. I'd rather play. Right. If I had so to play it, between Cousins, it would be and Cousins. Jones, that was like, though, a, like a quick Cousins. question since yeah. I, I had him in two Jones leagues, but in play. one league I have to decide between Jones or Cousins. And you never know when Perfect. Jordan was, was going to get hurt. Yep, I was just considering matchups there. So let's jump out of that one real quick. Chris Carson yep. versus the Washington football team yep. or Mike One, Davis. Oh my God. Packers. Give me Mike Davis all day and three times. Yeah, this Sunday. Right. I, I don't, I, if I'm wrong, Nug, I apologize, but give me that Mike Davis match. Look, McCaffrey's not playing. He's going to get volume. And I, I'm telling, we just talked about it. Green Bay's run defense is not good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's how I was leaning to. I, I mean, it's, it's tough to bench Chris Carson. For somebody that is a backup running back, but he's been performing well. I just, I got to go with it. I that's what I was leaning. I just wanted to. That's the answer I wanted to see from you guys. I didn't want you to hesitate on that one. I wanted you to just tell me, go Mike Davis so, right away. Right. You know like what? I want to. I want to really hit Mike's first really question would, here. The rest can. of them I knew, but you're talking the quarterbacks, yeah. right? Yep. Well. Yeah, because someone else asked me this. My buddy asked me this question. He wanted to know if he should go with Baker or Wilson. And I said, I'd have a hard time benching Wilson. Yeah. The, the offense for Cleveland just isn't mm-hmm. – that's not what they want to do, right? And and I said, is there anything on the waiver wires? Hurts out there is, you know, and so on. I actually suggested he play Trubisky this – or, yeah, I told him to pick up Trubisky. That if you wanted to play Baker this week, go ahead. But just temper expectations. Like, he's only gotten over 20 points like twice this year, so be mindful. I said, but for week 16, fine, I'd go with Trubisky. But I, I would have a hard Even time not playing Wilson against the, Raiders, the Washington huh? football team still. So here's, How the, here's, I just... here's my problem with rookie quarterbacks, and you guys tell me if you disagree. We saw this with Wentz. I've referenced it with Hurts a minute ago. Once they go about five, six games, and NFL teams start getting them on tape and or – a team really gives a quarterback a fit. It seems to me that it takes some time for the quarterback to adjust and get back to normal. Defenses have picked up a cue, a signal. He reads, he leads with his eyes, whatever it is. Um, I think the Patriots really exposed some of that. And he was already kind of been struggling lately. It's a division game, too, man. I never trust, oh, the Raven Raiders defense is trash. Yeah. He's going to throw all over them. And then it turned into a 14-17 game. I mean. And, and it's hard to take Russell Wilson out. He's division games dog. I always Talk get leery of. Boom, so, you know. Well, okay, let's just say, because he blew up and they benched him last week because he did so well. 
But let's just say that, first of all, it's tough to run on Washington. They, they are good on the pass, but they're not impenetrable. And you never know when Wilson's going to run one in. Wilson can have a shit day and run in one touchdown in a 17-6 game. And he still gets you more points than. All right. So let me ask Nug. Do you disagree? Half the quarterbacks out can there. You, are you going to make the case for Herbert? Or do you just want to say Wilson as well? All right. I'm playing devil's advocate. And I'm going to play the storyline for just one second. I do not. Do you know how many touchdown passes Justin Herbert has on the year? No, I do not. Pretty good. 25. Woo! That's pretty good for part of a year. Do you know what the rookie record is? Oh, Baker's got it. Um, oh, shoot. So they're going to over to try to get 27. Him 27. He's going to he's going to hit three passing mm. touchdowns against the Raiders. Aren't you bold? So are you telling me I should be playing? Are you telling me I should play Herbert over over Brady? Because keep in mind, Herbert plays tomorrow. I'm just saying that I'm a big storyline guy, and the Chargers need a storyline right now. Win too. (laughs) I mean, I just so I'm just saying that that is two away. I, I, I'm very confident he's going to break it for the year. But, I mean, I like what another – what a, a prime time. The guys played great in prime time. Um, I'm, I'm calling three touchdown passes. If you think Russell Wilson can beat that, well, you go ahead. Well, you something to think I'm about. I'm calling three touchdown passes. That is bold. It, it, it is bold. It is bold. I'm not saying – as of right now, I mean, you only have you have less than twenty four hours to decide, but I would probably lean Wilson personally right now. But I would consider that strongly because it's it's a great storyline and people love a good story, and the NFL loves to make money. So the over under on touchdowns on FanDuel is one and a half. Passing yards on DraftKings Sportsbook is twenty two seventy seven and a half. Yeah, they're beat up. And keep in mind, have you seen all the injuries for the Raiders? I have not. Their secondary is destroyed. Is it? Yep. So keep that in mind. For, you know what? Uh, in all fairness here, so since he took over in week two, one TD, one TD, three, four, three, three, two, two, three, one, zero, two. And he, that's rookie numbers, yes. But I'm just saying this this storyline is just it's pulling at my heart right now because I just I, I and it's like at it. home. It, the Falcons are yep. traveling. Oh, that was the Falcons. Right. Well, I think they I are got at my, home. This I think they got my work cut They're, out for yep, me. You guys Raiders. gave me a, something to think about over the next. You may have sold me yeah. on it. Nug. You may have you may have you may have sold me on it, Nug. Again, and I'm not saying it's. It, I'm only saying the storyline. That's all I'm saying. If, if I had to make a decision right now, I would do Russell Wilson because he has been a great fantasy quarterback this this year. But I would consider that um, – I mean, dig a little deeper into the injuries of the the Raiders and their backups maybe if this is a 
if this is a make or break and you really need the most amount of points. Um, 20 hours. I maybe dig a leap into that, but man, that storyline sounds too damn good to me. Yeah. Well, t- and by the way, Mike, I'd find a way to get Sanders and Montgomery in your lineup. Just yeah, so. I was like, Sanders, man, that's. That's tough not to pick Sanders there. Yeah. Right? Montgomery yeah, against yeah. Minnesota. I, I, I and Komet over Hurst is a slam no dunk question, for me, man. So I'm involved. That's all. Oh, I thought that said Hunt. I thought that said Hunt. No, I hear I know my I'm other just saying guys that's, are like Dalvin Cook. But, but if Cook I can find uh, a way to get Sanders and Montgomery in my lineup, yeah, I'm Yeah, I have Dalvin Cook and another really good running back. So it's the, it's it's more of oh. trying to find a flex out Shit. of those. Sanders. I'm going Sanders. Mandatory Montgomery has been on fire, man. I can't bench him right now. But also, he's like a top four running back this year. Montgomery? Yes. In in my 32-team league, we get the 100-yard bonus. But still, he's – I think he's he was the four or five. No, he was – Three or five, three or he's five all I know is he's been on a four. he's been on a fucking tear. Uh huh. Let's tie her up. So, well, gentlemen, should we should we tie her up? I think we had a great episode. All right. Well, thank you guys. On behalf of Mike Crum, who you can find on Twitter at CD Piglet. And Daniel Martino, our golden nugget. You can find on Twitter at Nuggy Wuggy, Daniel Nugget Martino. And, of course, please give the show a follow at ATB underscore fantasy show. I'm your host, Rich Mileto, a.k.a. Bodacious Beard. Good luck, everyone. We hope you win your playoffs unless you're playing us. Cheers. Peace, y'all.